Small children love making imaginary friends. This one seems to be beyond our comprehension. Dancing shadows on walls don't usually act on their own. These shadows tell a tragic tale of loss. Child anomalies can be a slippery slope. Just what does this entry have in store for our hosts? Shadows that can move on their own can possibly be that dangerous. We will discover these entities and more on this entry into the SCT Podcast. Episode 103, SCP-204 and 205. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast known as Secure, Contain, and Talk, a podcast about the SCP Foundation. My name is Eli. And my name is Matt. Hello, everybody. And uh, hi. Welcome. Uh, Welcome, uh, new and old. Uh, This is a podcast about the SCP Foundation, which is a collection of documents online of a bunch of artists that got together and decided to follow a simple set of rules and make a bunch of anomalies that violate natural law. It's great. It's pretty. It's a. It's a pretty cool uh, foundation. All fictional, I hope. Um, yeah. eh, but as seeing it as a a secret organization, there is a lot of doc- parts of the document that will be uh, blacked out, kind of like a, a black marker on legal documents. Um, and we will clarify saying redacted or data expunged, um, depending on what is written there. And we'll make guesstimates on what it is like. Sometimes, sometimes it's digits. Sometimes it's names. Sometimes it's whatever. Sometimes we can't even guesstimate because you know there's not much context for it. It's just data expunged, and you yeah. get annoyed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the uh, that the, there's going to be a lot of that. So hopefully there's not going to be too much. But you know, good yeah. happen. <laughs> I, I I mean it doesn't look like there's too much today. It looks like there's yeah, only we'll a couple see. instances. Except the second one. There's a lot in the ending. Um, (laughs) But really quickly, if you look in our description, we have a couple links. One is our Discord, which is a free online community of people like you who just want to uh, get together and talk about people and uh, SCPs and stuff like that. Uh, You can join uh, and we have a good time here. Uh, We have the links to the SCP website. Uh, Two of which will be the SCPs that we're looking at today. One is the uh, website that we just, in general, uh, read from. And third, we have uh, a link to our Patreon where you can donate to view our uh, download our soundtrack, view, uh, at the moment, not very many uh, special episodes that we've only recorded for the uh, Patreon. Uh, You get access to art and emotes and stuff like that. And then the next tier up, you can listen to us while we record in our Discord channel. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a it's a really lovely community. Please read the rules, though. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, we want to keep it important. nice and uh, safe for everybody. So, <laughs> uh, well, with all of that out of the way, let's get started. Speaking of safe, uh, SCP two o four, the Protector. SCP-204 
This was written by Spoon of Evil from the SCP Wiki. Very nice. Item number, SCP-204. Object class, Getter. Special containment procedures. Really? SCP-204-1 and 204-2 are to be kept in a 10 meter by 10 meter fortified holding area in sight, double digit redacted. The holding area must be constructed out of armor-plated steel and heavily reinforced concrete. The holding area must be a vacuum sealed and contained within an outer shell with a higher air pressure than that must uh, be maintained with at least two PSI over the current air pressure in the holding area. Okay, that is very specific. Yeah, that was... All right. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> At least one full security team must be kept on standby at all times. Pretty, pretty lock and key here. Um, it is only during SCP-204-1's scheduled feeding times that D-class personnel are allowed to enter for the purposes of maintenance. Oh. Okay. Wait, only during... Oh. Only during feeding time. Oh. Oh, dear. Uh, SCP-204-1's typical diet consists of any kind of meat, preferably from living subjects. Oh, Alrighty. If you're a dog lover, look away now. Oh, yeah. Such subjects will often consist of aggressive animals, such as wild dogs, bulls, or any other animal that must be euthanized due to aggression. However, oh, great. Oh, come uh, on. Human testing. Uh, warning. However, D-class personnel will also suffice if such food sources are unavailable. Uh, SCP-204-2, two's diet, consists of regular, hu uh, regular human diet with no special measures required. Okay. Uh, dash 2 is allowed to make special requests, but... Any and all requests must be given O5 approval. We haven't had oh. an O5 approval SCP in a while. That, that, that actually has been a little bit yeah. since then, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, any personal cut attempting to deliberately provoke Dash 2 will be immediately terminated. Okay. Holy crap. This is, this is some serious shit. Yeah. Keter SCPs be crazy. Um... Uh, security personnel are required to ignore any and all of Dash 2's attempts to provoke a response from them unless there is a clear and present risk of containment breach. Uh, failure to do so will result in harsh administrative punishment. Alrighty. Alright. <clears throat> when Dash 2 is about to turn the age of 14, the Foundation must, must initiate Containment Protocol 204. Further details may be found in Containment Protocol 204 Requirements. <clears throat> in the event of a containment breach, AMP generators must be immediately activated in order to keep SCP-1... Uh, I should have just said the whole number. My bad. SCP-204-1 <laughs> disabled. Once AMP generators have been activated, security teams have approximately 30 seconds to neutralize Dash 2 before Dash 1 can attempt to reassemble itself. Uh. Yeah. 
If containment cannot be achieved at this in this time, uh, dash one must be contained by conventional means. Security teams and agents are authorized to use any conventional weaponry at their disposal to contain dash one and dash two. If dash two is terminated during containment, then containment protocol 204 must immediately be initiated. Okay. Holy what? crap. That's a long containment procedure. <laughs> okay. That is uh, definitely, definitely a long one. But yeah. uh, then again, this SCP is pretty long. Yeah. And it's Keter, really too. Long. It's really cool how they actually um, added the... Um, what happens in case of a containment breach stuff too we haven't i don't think we've seen in case of a containment breach there, there isn't too yeah. much yeah there there haven't been too many scps that are like oh in case it gets out uh initiate this protocol should, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay description scp-1 is a semi-organ or organic nanomachine colony that follows scp-204-2 as a form of protector. Nanomachine, son. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, SCP-1 spends a majority... I should just say dash 1 instead of SCP all the time. <laughs> dash 1 spends the majority of its time in a dispersed cloud, where it is almost impossible to perceive with normal human senses. That's How terrifying. Yeah. However, if dash 2 is put into danger, or if dash 2 commands it to... Dash one will instantaneously materialize into a solid physical form. This is crazy. This is like <laughs> something out of a sci-fi movie. Exactly. Yeah. The exact shape and nature of this form is subjective, depending wholly upon uh, Dash Two's view, state of mind, and imagination. Oh dear. Despite its variable nature, Dash One has a number of common traits. These include. Massive strength, large size, basic intelligence, perfect obedience to Dash 2, and the ability to regenerate itself after consuming living flesh. Oh! Uh, Dash 1 is vulnerable to conventional weaponry and can be temporarily forced back into its dispersed state if enough damage is inflicted. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, you basically have to, like, shoot the crap out of this thing to have it, like, fragment back into its, like, a nano... That's that's a cool that's a cool. It just makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> dash. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, dash two is always a child, ranging from four to fourteen years old. Oh. Physically, there is nothing outstanding about Dash two besides its ability to call upon Dash one. All instances of Dash two have common traits. All of them have had a history of abuse and danger, with many developing acute mental disorders as a result. This makes instances of Dash 2 difficult to contain in any traditional manner, as great care must be taken to keep them in a stable state. Uh, it appears that Dash 1 is attracted to such children, though why or how it finds them is currently unknown. Dash 2 is is terminated or reaches the age of 14 what oh wait if, if dash 2 is terminated or reaches the age of 14 then uh dash 1 will abandon it and find a new ch <laughs> child to imprint on fuck oh it's bye see ya 14 too old for me uh 
as a form of self-preservation, dash one, uh, wait, if dash one cannot find a suitable child, it will immediately material materialize and go berserk, attacking anything in sight. Great. What the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> All right. Has it, <laughs> the nanomachines have a tantrum. Uh, yeah, exactly. Once Dash One finds a suitable candidate to protect, it immediately imprints upon Dash Two and will follow it until Dash Two expires or until Dash One decides to leave of its own accord. Weird. Okay. At, uh, at first, uh, Dash One appears benign, protecting Dash Two from overt threats. However, through careful study and observation, it has been noted that all instances of Dash 2 begin to adopt much more aggressive danger-seeking behavior with little regard for human life. Great. Wow. It is theorized that uh, Dash 1 is able to manipulate uh, Dash 2's thought process in order to behave in a, fa in a fashion that would benefit it. It is assumed that since Dash 1 requires organic flesh for substance, it needs Dash 2 to be in danger in order to justify its activation. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. See Addendum 1 for further details. That was a lot. Okay. Yeah. So we got a swarm of na semi-organic nanomachines that always surround a mentally ill child. Yeah. And that mentally ill child, like, basically Varies. becomes a, a, a killing god. <laughs> with yeah, because it tries to manipulate them and uh, to be mad at something, so they have a justification to kill it. Yeah, exactly. Great. So it so it can hunt better, and that's why they need aggressive animals. Yeah, so that they can they try can to attack the child, and then gotcha. the machines can kill it. That makes right. sense, right? Yeah. Well, it doesn't, but it, it doesn't, makes sense for this it's... SCP. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Okay. I, 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 great. It's weird that the nanomachines have to eat. Like, were they biological? Yeah, well, they're semi-organic. Semi-organic. And the, we have no... The SCP... We. The SCP Foundation has no way to study them, because mm -hmm. as soon as they get close, then... Yeah. And then, let's see. They said something. Uh, they also regenerate themselves. Yeah. With human... With, uh... Well, not human. Uh, with flesh. So weird. Jeez. Okay. <clears throat> Addendum 1. There have been numerous recorded instances where it is believed that Dash 1 has been involved. The first such recorded instance was when a car was found in a residential street, completely torn apart and cover covered in partially devoured human remains. Oh, okay. Similar instances occurred until agents managed to track uh, Dash 1 to redacted name, uh, comma, redacted where they made contact with the first recorded incarnation of Dash 2. It took three more attempts and numerous casualties before Dash 1 and Dash 2 were successfully contained. Uh-huh. Uh, interviews with Dash 2 revealed that it seemed to feel a need to experience danger, such as standing in traffic or provoking host hostile responses from others. When questioned on its reasons, Dash 2 simply replied that Dash 1 allowed it to. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Our observers, uh, mentally ill child, small beings that protect child. It's fairly <laughs> odd parents. <laughs> <laughs> Except instead of fairies, you get a uh, killing machine. <laughs> Floaty, crowdy things. <laughs> 
<laughs> Parents. <laughs> Copyright law. Uh. <laughs> uh, containment protocol 204. Oh my god, they actually have it. Uh, in order to keep Dash 1 successfully contained, it has been necessary to keep a permanent stock of candidates to replace Dash 2. Great. Oh. In the event that the current one is terminated or abandoned. Uh, ideally, all candidates should be orphans below the age of 10 with a history <coughs> of abuse. <laughs> Great. Just look for abused childs. Children. Uh, let's see. Uh, Great. However, uh oh. All right, so warning, pro probably potential warning for, for uh, simulated child abuse. <laughs> Great. Uh, however, in times of... If you're not into that, skip to the next one, I'd say. <laughs> uh, however, in times of need, article... I forgot That's how to read. 12. All right. Article 12 of Containment Protocol 2004 may be authorized to allow candidates that don't meet specific requirements. Uh, they will be put under the supervision of caretakers, which will consist of D-class personnel convicted of violent crimes, child abuse, and pedophilia, with oh my foundation God. staff present to prevent inadvertent termination of candidates. Fuck right off. Right? Okay, here's a footnote. To date, Article 12 has not been enacted in any form. Good! Good! That's stupid! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's... What the fuck, SCP? Fuck right off. <laughs> That's, that's beyond not that's okay. Beyond that's fucked. just unnecessary. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Ugh. Okay. <clears throat> if Dash 2 successfully reaches the cutoff age of 14 years and Dash 1 abandons it, the former Dash 2 must undergo a rigorous amnestic treatment and thorough physical... Physiological... Oh, psychological. Oh, psychological. My, I always get physiological and psychological. They're pretty close because they both start with P and have an H in them. An H in them, yeah. Uh, psychological examination before being reintegrated into a government foster program. If it is deemed that the former Dash 2 cannot simply re reintegrate, um, cannot be re reintegrated, then the subject must be immediately terminated. What? What? Great. Immediately terminated. I love killing children. What the fuck? This SCP is fucked. I, I... Mm. Jesus. I don't know about the SCP being fucked. I'm pretty sure this is the foundation to... <laughs> the foundation this and the SCP is fucked. Really fucked. <laughs> just abandon the child. Just yeah. fucking... Alright, cool. They're dead now. They're dead now. Alright, bye. Sorry. Don't, don't put them into any kind of... Don't take care of them don't or anything. Take care just of kill them. them. Just kill them. It's, it's more cost-effective that way. <laughs> Alright. Addendum 2. As of the writing of this report, the Foundation has contained 13 instances of Dash 2. 11 instances exhibited the trademark hostile and violent behavior typical among all instances of Dash 2. However, two instances of Dash 2 showed a marked improvement in their mental health and stability and had the lowest number of containment breach attempts. It is uh, currently unclear what significant factors trigger these differences in behavior. 
as the exact mechanism Dash 1 uses to manipulate its host is still unknown. Yeah, turns out. Yeah, as micro-machines, they might just, like, implant in your brain. Yeah, <laughs> um, Addendum 3. Though there's ed- evidence to suggest that Dash 1 may be sentient or possibly even sapient, all attempts to communicate directly with Dash 1 have resulted in failure. Hmm. Currently, the only feasible method of communicating with Dash 1 is to use Dash 2 as an indeterminatory. In- intermediary. Oh, inter- that's how it's spelled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the violent tendencies and hostile behavior exhibited by nearly all instances of Dash 2, as well as their questionable mental stability, make this approach highly unreliable. Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. This is, uh, uh, I don't understand uh, why it's Keter, but... Um... I guess I guess because... Uh, Ke- I mean, Keter is the is the old system remember Keter is Keter is if it wants to get out of the box it will get out of the box and ah uh, this needs yeah. reclassification yeah this needs reclassification Good so this this one's Keter because of all of the attempts it makes to be escape I mean this that makes sense bingo, bingo. <laughs> yeah there it is there it is <laughs> we question the classification yeah no this it's it's it was updated a year ago it needs to be updated again for the new classification the new system, system yeah. We're getting to some that are actually will have the new classification. I'm so excited. Yeah. A lot of the more recent ones have it. And yeah. I'm like, god damn it, that's like years down the line. Yeah. <laughs> Decades even. Decades even. Uh, that, that was a that was a That was an interesting one, one except yeah. for the child. The child yeah, abuse. The simulated child abuse. Jeez. Fuck me, man. It's not okay. <laughs> Cry many Christmas. Ugh. Well, just like unnecessarily cruel too. Yeah, just, like, cruel and unusual. Come on. To children Ugh. also. Like I, I know, like I know these children are like mentally unstable, but it's like they, the best uh, thing uh, is cool. To just get put them in a home. home. Yeah, put them in a home. Put Make them. sure that they are in a okay. In nurturing environment. <laughs> Jesus. Don't put them in a fucking concrete cube. <laughs> no, kill them. Kill them. Yeah, kill them. Why not? It's more cost effective. Saves on it saves on insurance. <laughs> you know how much money is this? You know how much money is this? These the big wigs are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jeez. me. I, there's like I'm surprised there wasn't even like a mention of the ethics community at all. <laughs> like, was t- no, why would they? Because they know it's unethical. <laughs> yeah. Like, where's our foundation representative? Where's our foundation representative? <laughs> Hey everyone, just a reminder that if you haven't rated and reviewed our podcast on Spotify yet, please give it a go. We sincerely appreciate every single person who even listens to this podcast, so that's all that you can do, then we are eternally grateful. Anyway, only a quick ad is between you and more SCT, so stay tuned. SCP-205 Shadow Lamps This SCP is by Sorts from the SCP Wiki. Item number, SCP-205. Object class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-205-1 and SCP-205-2 are contained within Chamber 52 at Site 23. Hey, it wasn't wasn't censored. Hey, nice. Uh, Under regular (laughs) observation via, or via, I don't fucking care, adjoining the adjoining observation room. (laughs) 
Dash 1 and Dash 2 are to be supplied with power and face the white projection screen on the wall opposite the observation window at all times. Uh, Chamber 52 requires monthly maintenance to ensure the continued operation of both SCP objects, their power supply, and remote activation controls. Replacement parts and bulbs are kept on hand in the chamber. Maintenance is suspended during the final month of of the SCP-205 cycle, occurring in April and October each year. What? Uh, Should power to Chamber 52 fail, it is to remain dark and sealed for a period of 30 days before local security enters to re-engage power for continued observation and containment. Interesting. Oh, you know what might help? Zooming in slightly. Yeah, this helps. During maintenance, it is critical that only one of of the SCP-205 pair is ever turned off at a time. Should both objects lose power or otherwise cease normal operation, the chamber must be sealed for a 30-day period before local security may enter and re-engage power and retrieve the remains of any personnel lost in the chamber. Yep. Oh yeah. no! There's like a whole there's like a whole scene in the game where you're like if if you don't turn on the power generator, you get trapped in the room and you die. Oh my god! <laughs> Pending O5 review, testing and observation is to continue before SCP-205 is to be moved to permanent storage. Hmm. What the fuck? Alrighty. Okay. Um. Description: SCP-205 is a pair of flood lamps used in photography. The light emitted by each lamp behaves in a manner unique to 205 and uh, passes completely through any surface that is not colored white. Interesting. Passes through. Yeah. (laughs) Once the light contacts a white surface, it scatters and reflects as normal and loses any unnatural properties. If the light continues uninterrupted through any manner, otherwise casting no shadow, each lamp will display an unidentified young woman's shadow upon any flat white surface, such as the projection screen in Chamber 52. Okay. Uh, Whether or not this shadow corresponds to anyone living or dead has yet to be determined, although the shadow appears to reenact a specific series of events leading up to the woman's death. That's fucked. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. (laughs) God, okay. Even if the lamps are slightly moved, the shadow remains distinct and does not lose focus or move along with the one lamp or the other. Only one shadow is cast, although a physical person standing before two lamps would actually cast two shadows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Okay. It's so weird. When supplied with steady power and maintained, the SCP-205 pair will go through a six-month cycle that ends... On April 30th and October 31st of each year. Every year. (laughs) Neither the inclusion of an extra day during a leap year nor intermittent... Oh my god, brain. Operation failures (laughs) uh, change these dates. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thus, SCP-205's cycle appears to be tied to the standard calendar rather than a set passage of time. Yeah. SCP-205 will shut off at midnight on the final day of each cycle. Any persons entering or already inside Chamber 52 when the lamps are both turned off are violently assaulted by forces unseen in a manner consistent with the fate suffered by the Shadow Woman, regardless mm. of any other light sources in the room. Mm-hmm. The lamps turn off, you're dead. That's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if the lamps are shut off at the end of a, of a standard six-month cycle, they can be remotely activated to immediately end the danger and begin a new cycle. 
If the lamps cease operating for any other reason, Chamber 52 will remain dangerous and must remain sealed for at least 30 days regardless of the status of SCP-205 itself. During a dangerous phase, any equipment in the room is often ransacked, but although SCP-205 itself has sometimes been moved, the lamps are never damaged. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to call it the lamps are like some view into like an alternate dimension. An alternate and dimension. And when it goes dark... The portal opens. Oh, yeah. This is, like, these lamps were, like, made to, like, contain something and, like, show what's going to happen. And, like, something. the the cycle of the woman dying is just a side effect of what, of of that, what this yeah. is. That's my current theory. Mm. I know how, how much our audience likes our my stupid theories. So. <laughs> Your theories are bad flavor, man. They're cool. I love their I bad like flavor. Hell, yeah. What? <laughs> Eli, stop. I know you're tired, but love yourself. On, Goddamn. I refuse. On two occasions, <laughs> data expunged were carved into the walls. This strongly implies that data expunged, displaying an awareness of current containment procedures. Yeah. There's somebody trapped in those lamps. Oh, yeah. They definitely. want out. It's a soul. It's definitely that's, a soul. That's terrifying. That's so cool. Overview of SCP 205's cycle. For the first month of operation, SCP-205 will display a still image of one woman in a provocative pose. Although okay. variants... Oh, yeah. The, the, the first instance, right? Mm-hmm. She was a model or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Although, although variances have been noted in the pose and clothing of the woman, the individual displayed appeared to be distinct and consistent through all cycles. During the last week of the first month, the shadow will begin to move slightly, as if the individual is shifting her weight or becoming uncomfortable. Her hair and clothing will be observed to flutter in ways that do not correspond to any movement of the atmosphere within Chamber 52. By the end of the first calendar month, the shadow will break her pose and spend the next eight hours moving through a series of poses that imply a photography session, complete with Hmm. clothing changes and short breaks, sometimes including a meal. Weird. After the session is over, the shadow will constantly be in motion for the next five months, displaying a pantomime of the last days of a young model's life, called it, before she is brutally murdered at the end of the cycle. The shadow of the woman never moves beyond the boundaries of the projection screen. The shadows of objects that the woman appears to be interacting with do not appear unless they are being picked up or carried. And with the exception of the final month of the cycle, any other individuals that the shadow appears to be interacting with are not seen. Mm, They're like off screen. With the exception of the final month. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially like watching a mime. Yeah, a mime. Except the objects that they're actually interacting with appear. Appear. Oh, that's gotta be weird. Because, like, you're just watching somebody just go through the... Go to bed and sleep and then wake yeah, up and turn and on the lamp and, and like, yeah. walk, but they're walking in place. Go to the kitchen, yeah. grab a cup of coffee. Like, just normal human things. And then on the last month, she just gets murdered. Brutally, yeah. Absolutely brutally murdered. Jesus. All right. <clears throat> Although the cycle is slightly different each time, certain consistencies are observed. Slightly different. That's cool. Uh, hmm. The individual portrayed appears to have taken up photography as a hobby in addition to being a fashion model. Her behavior implies a great deal of social interaction, although with a lack of intimacy and behavior that indicates living alone rather than with family or a partner. One applied mm. sexual encounter with an unseen partner occurs in the second or third month of the cycle, and exactly 66 explicit sexual encounters occur in the final month of the cycle. Jeez. What? 
Okay. Oh, I'm gonna call it. Uh, they found a partner and then they brutally murder her. Brutally murdered them? Oh, probably. During the last month of the cycle in April and October, shadows distinct from the young woman are displayed. Okay. These shadows all have exaggerated nude male physiques and horns projecting from the cranium, though no huh. phallus is ever observed, even do during the sexual displays that take up the final days of the cycle. Oh, hmm. fuck. Deal with the devil. Oh, a devil, yeah. Or like a demon or something. Yeah. Uh, only one shadow appears at first, interacting with the woman in a manner suggesting that they have met at a party or social gathering. The gotcha. woman does not appear to notice the unusual nature of the other shadow and plays out a series of varying romantic interactions with it. The horned shadow will return to dine with the woman, engage in silent conversations, and accompany her on outings. One recurring event involves the horned shadow introducing the woman to at least two other identical horned figures. Dang. Oh, is no. it just is it just like is this just the story of an abusive relationship right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that since these three people have horns, they're like saying that these people are evil. Uh evil, yeah. Devils. Maybe it's like an after the after the fact like editing type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the second week of the month, the woman will take photographs of one or more of the horned shadows during one of their outings always with a non-digital camera that has been consistent through all observed viewings of the SCP-205 cycle. After this event, uh, explicit sexual encounters will begin between the woman and one of the figures, increasing mm. in intensity and frequency until the end of the third week. Hmm. During the final week of the month, the woman appears to develop the film in her camera for the first time since photographing the horned shadows. Her reaction to the photographs is one of shock and horror, and her movements afterwards suggest that she attempts to flee and seek shelter behind a locked door, presumably in her home. Oh, yeah. fuck. Wow, damn. There she is encountered by multiple instances of the horned shadow figure, which assault her repeatedly for the remainder of the week. It is tr Okay. Uh, uh, trigger warning. Probably yeah, trigger abuse warning. and other things. Yeah. It is strongly implied that she is killed during this process, although the assaults will continue until the end of the cycle. Oh, God. Fuck, dude. On the last day of the cycle, one of the horned shadows begins to grow larger in a manner suggesting that the figure casting it is approaching the two uh, CP-205 lamps directly. Ooh. It will eventually overcast all other shadows, and at this time, both lamps will be physically turned off, regardless of any modifications made to prevent a halt in operation. Wow. Holy what the fuck? fuck. Okay, what so the actually, the camera and lights show what these people actually were. Right, right. Oh. Jeez. So it Jeez. actually is really interesting. This SCP isn't the actual SCP. The SCP, uh, my guess is that the SCP are the three people. The three people, yeah. But this thing show. captured some form of, like like you said, like the soul or e mm -hmm. essence of the situation. Right, Because yeah. it's six months of this. Six yeah, months of uh, Five months of a person's life, and then mm -hmm. a month of this person dating one of these people, and then them getting killed. Yeah. I wonder if they've, I wonder if they've ever run, I know it's silly, but I wonder if they've ever run a temperature check on these lights and see how, like, since they've been running for six months straight, do they think the lights get ever, like, 
burned out or something? Did they ever have to change the bulbs? Like, oh yeah, they, the they've hell? specified that sometimes they have to change out uh, one of the bulbs. The, as long bulbs. as one of them is active, it's fine. Yeah. Huh. Addendum. That's crazy. Uh, dash one has been in the foundation's possession since completely redacted date. Dash two is identical in every way, including the serial number. It was discovered in a ransacked motel room in redacted, on redacted. Oh, great. Uh, date. No sign of the identity or whereabouts of the occupant have been found, although a camera similar to the one displayed in the sixth month of the SCP-205 cycle was also recovered. Uh-huh. Yeah. Most of the contained film was ruined by exposure. See attached photo for the one image that was developed from the camera. There are no attached images. There are no attached... Damn! Fuck. <laughs> Incident 20576B. All right, here mm. we go. On the 28th of December, redacted year, SCP-205-2's bulb burnt out. Oh, they did it. Okay. Here it is. Researcher right. M. Redacted was sent in to Chamber 52 to replace the bulb during one of the cinematic, sorry, not cinematic, climactic uh, uh, assaults. Jeez. Upon the opening of Chamber 52's door, all horned shadow figures within view ceased their activity and turned oh. towards the door. Oh my god. Researcher Redacted resealed the chamber and refused to enter to perform maintenance. <laughs> Shadow figures did not resume their usual activity for approximately three hours. That's haunting. Okay. Oh, that would be scared the shit out of me. I, I was completely wrong. Yeah. All right. If a bulb burns out, it's... Uh, <laughs> Jesus! Whoa. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, incident 20577 did A... On the 28th of April? That's the 4th? January, February, March, April. Something yeah. like that. Uh, 28th of April, redacted year. SCP-205-2's bulb exploded. Shadow figures all ceased activity and looked towards the chamber door. <laughs> no staff were dispatched to replace the bulb. Chamber 52 sealed and abandoned for 30 days according to procedure. That's fucking scary. Holy they were, fuck. They, they were like, is somebody coming? They learned through? immediately. They that's know what's going terrifying. on. They know what's that's going on, and that's the fucking worst. That is actually oh, terrifying. Fuck. Okay. So they're sentient in some way. Which this is, one's cool. Yeah. This one's really fucking cool. Yeah, what the hell? I don't know why oh, I really geez. like this one. I think it's because it yeah. actually tells a story and it actually right. leaves a lot of room for theories while still giving us a ton of information. Yeah, That's yeah, probably well, one still of my being favorites. like weird, weird, and it's almost strange. like it's possible to still be mysterious by still giving us as much information. A lot as of you information, can. yeah, showing showing us not uh, tell. Well, like, they're yeah. literally showing us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I I like this one. This is going on my list as. Uh, as a good one in my book. It's yeah. so weird because it's so random, but I like this one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a very good one. I agree. What the hell? Not not a fan of the whole essay stuff, but, you know. <laughs> the whole essay stuff? Yeah, sexual assault essay. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, no, that... It, it, it isn't... It isn't even implied that there's essay. It... They really... All they do is they imply that she is beaten to death. Yeah. And then still beaten on when she's dead. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, no essay is actually implied. I was just worried that there would be. There would be, yeah. Um, implied. But, but then again, it's Shadow, so who the, what the fuck do I Yeah, who knows? I'm not, I'm not them. Holy fuck. That's, That's a cool crazy. One. 
Yeah, that's a good one. You made it to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow for episodes every week on Friday mornings in the U.S. or, well, wherever you are in the world. We'll be continuing our exhaustive research into each and every SCP in the next episode. But first, I would like to take this moment to thank all of our current patrons at the time of this recording. We have Flingo, Vicent, Alex Nelly, Eli Shoup, and Noah Fox. Um, I thank you very much for everybody who has supported this podcast and continues to support this podcast. We appreciate every single one of you. Thank you. Episode 100 has been released, and it still is pretty fun. I know there's a lot of airs in it, but I think it gives it character. Um, but I, I hope you enjoyed our first our, our first uh, forte into the video format. If you are watching on Spotify or listening on Spotify, I should say, um, we appreciate your support. Um, and if you haven't caught up, we have a lot of other episodes, so... <laughs> Go back and listen to those if you want to. Uh, once again, this has been Matt. And Eli on the SCT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye, everybody.